0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of Crime and Wine. How are you today, i Um,
1: stuffed up and congested, but you heard making you heard, it.
0: You heard the way I just blew my nose before uh before we started.
1: <laughs> you know, coming back from cross country, it just it does something to you. <laughs> like COVID, I've taken like three tests. <laughs>
0: hey. And where you were, you know, people don't give a shit. I have been post-COVID.
1: They,
0: they do not care.
1: <laughs> but then, you know, like I had, I was in a wedding the day before. And then. I mean, How was
0: all of that? Because that was, I mean, not just like, not only the wedding, like the wedding itself, then all of the shit had to be ready to leave the next day. and then.
1: I mean, the wedding was beautiful there lovely, lovely people. I wish them a lifetime of happiness. I wouldn't have stood up there if I didn't. Right. Um, no, the wedding was fantastic. It was a great time. I had a whole lot go on with my flights. It was a ton. Quick story, quick version of what happened with the flights. My flight was newly scheduled to leave at six in the morning on Saturday while I was like actively standing in the wedding I my my 6 a.m flight gets canceled and it was like we're gonna try to find you the one to rebook on so later that night it gets rebooked for another flight the same day just it it got rebooked for a flight at I think 10 30 or something like that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for the same day then I get another text the next morning saturday morning saying my flight was changed again and then it was at 5 45 so i'm thinking just the time change you know whatever so i was like fine 545 you know i have tsa pre-checks so i tend to get to the airport a little later than most people so i get to the airport <laughs> I go to curbside check my bags, and he say, "Oh, this flight is leaving from JFK, not here." I said, "What? You went to Laguardia? I was at Laguardia. So, because again, it's the
0: friends episode all over again.
1: It is because I my initial flight was booked at Laguardia. You know, I don't fly to JFK unless I'm going international because I hate going over there. Yeah, so never pay attention that it changed." So I had to walk through Laguardia to the Uber pickup. Get an Uber now. Told you, flight leaves at five forty-five. We are now at four fifteen, and I gotta get to JFK.
0: I don't even know how far JFK is from Laguardia.
1: About thirty minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> other sad coins. So I get to JFK. It's like four forty-five. Thank the Lord for TSA Preach because I was through in 10 minutes. <laughs> so it was now, an adventure. <laughs>
0: now it makes sense as to why you sound so urgent when you had contacted me.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad I just happened to be doing nothing at that particular moment and had my hand, my phone in my hand.
1: Hey, <laughs> because oh Jesus
0: because I'm good but I have that motherfucker in
1: my hand I couldn't get nobody like I couldn't get nobody (laughs) hey that's funny that is
0: hilarious
1: (laughs) yeah so it was adventure time
0: oh wow well that was your adventure time my adventure time was having them got doggone nieces of mine that you did (laughs) all three of them Mm -hmm. Just to let y'all know, here go some ages. They are nine, five, and two. The nine-year-old and the five-year-old think they know everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. They are with individuals that speak really really well. I'll leave it at that. Therefore, (laughs) these children are picking it up um, and they think I know nothing at all. There's no way I could possibly know anything yes um and everything that they know um is better than me although you know the 35 don't matter to them Mm-mm. um but the three of them are something else mm-hmm. and if they want anything else they was stable there was one thing for me that's a little a little thing called birth control
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> love yeah. my nieces don't get it twisted love my nieces love kids in all honesty and one of the biggest things I love, I could give them back.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, snappers. Oh, yeah. So that was my weekend. So, uh, what are you drinking today?
1: I am drinking a pop. I, had White. I
0: have had that.
1: It is the winemakers blend.
0: I've had that brand
1: it's described as vibrant and refreshing I would agree with that it's a light citrus you know I don't like a lot of citrus I don't like citrus heavy wines that's why I tend to stay away from whites and skew a little darker but this one isn't it's not citrus heavy it's it is some notes in there but it's definitely more a little more floral and herbaceous than I would say citrusy and I like that a little better
0: well, you know I love me the citrus. Uh, <laughs> what I have is called Milbrant. I'm sorry, what? I know, right? Uh, I be trying to find things that I, I've never heard of, um, I've never tried, like just random stuff in liquor stores or grocery stores or wine stores or whatever. I'm just like, I just give me something different. That's mm-hmm. why I have other people pick stuff for me because they're not looking for anything; they just pick a random shit. Right. Um, it's called Milbrant. Hmm. It's a Chardonnay, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I tasted it when it was warmer and I wasn't a fan. So this is the first time I'm gonna taste it when it's actually chilled. Here we go. It has a woodsy smell. It smells like oak. Okay. It's like, it's like a, it's heavier for white wine.
1: Okay, so, so one I'm, I would like. You said what? So probably one I would like.
0: Probably, yeah. It's like a, it's a wine that will go more with like with chicken than fish, because it's it, you know it needs something else heavier to stand up.
1: Something weighted.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fish should be too light. But I mean, it smells like oak, like nobody's business. Like crazy. <laughs>
1: But it's really good. So like you could go with like a cedar plank cooked fish, but not like a regular grill.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't even say all fish. Like if you opted into fish, I would say go for like swordfish mm. or like halibut, like the meatier, heavier, chunky mm. fish. Like don't go for cod or tilapia or shit, even shellfish. Like don't do that. That's too light. Mm. You need heavier stuff, like hardy, salmon, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but it's good. So um, I think I'm gonna sip on this when I um, make me a little quick little shark coochie board with little peanuts and and uh, and chocolate chips, little turkey, little triscuit, you know, little cheese.
1: Okay. You know?
0: I might have that after the after this whole thing because I can't be munching on stuff while I'm trying to talk. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's really good. So I think I should. I think you should find it, and you guys think y'all should try it too if y'all like chardonnays. Um, it's and it, especially if you like a person who likes like. You don't say you love white or you love red. You kind of like that in between.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think this is a cool in between to just sip on in the middle of the day.
1: Okay,
0: you know. All righty, so let's go ahead and get to the story. My, uh, one of my favorite series came back on. So this is where I got this from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we today are speaking about Miss Gina Cabell. Okay. Have you ever heard of this woman? I have not. Okay, Miss Gina Cabell was born in uh, June of 79, June 25th to be exact. She's from Indianapolis. Um, she lived with her mother and her sister in indianapolis okay so this was as you know and i'm sure well i'm gonna say it. i'm sure a lot of uh black folks know especially during this time it was very much everybody going to church every sunday mm-hmm. like we're not playing this game and it was that kind of family that's where she came from okay uh, so mom, mom was still her mother was like super strict mm-hmm. super strict and they were like, we getting up, we're going to church every day. She was one of those, you come home from school, you do your homework, clean your room, go outside. And then uh, a curfew is when the lights come on. Okay. <laughs> she was one of those mothers. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: All right. But um, but uh she was really, really close to her grandmother. Yeah. Now, although they were like this super straight fit, like they were like kind of like middle class. So she was really like super, super spoiled. And the funny thing is, to me, it's like, when you spoil your kids, they're going to keep wanting it as they get older, unless you teach
1: them other shit when they're little. Yeah, when you, they grow up to want the lifestyle they grew up in, yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. And she's absolutely one of those individuals. So kind of like putting it in perspective, she got a, th- she would get $1,000 for Christmas at the age of 13. Now, at the age of 13, for her, that's in 1992. Right. You and I know, I mean, we won 13 in 92 you know i was i was what five so you the yeah, eight five and eight five seven six four whatever yeah. depending on the time of the year so we knew what, what money was somewhat Shit, we was happy to have twenty dollars this we got a thousand
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the kind of like, when i won like fifty dollars on a scratch out that somebody had gave me for my birthday which girl we with talk? grandma with grandma went scratch for their birthday
0: my <laughs> grandma went and played the lottery, the pick
1: three.
0: Yes. And she played her license plate. I was like, it "Would be funny if it's just one number up." And she's like, "You can't say that." No, nah, I gotta play it. Played that shit in one And she only gave me twenty dollars. I know she got more than that because she played straight and it landed straight. So I know she got hell of money, but she only gave me twenty. The shit. And like seven, the bitch was like, "Thank you."
1: <laughs>
0: I love my little twenty dollars. Give me some penny candy. I'm cool. All
1: right. Right, you, it's so, like dollars when you seven. You are really balling, girl.
0: I am balling all, all the way right out
1: of control. You know? Like
0: you can't tell me nothing. And then seven in the nineties. So I'm young. It's the nineties, and it's twenty dollars. You can't tell yeah. me a damn thing.
1: Like a whole chip out. All of it's it.
0: like it talk out. to me nice, especially <laughs> for a girl who was used to bringing a brown ass dollar bill, uh food stamp coupons in there to get something. <laughs>
1: 20 when you seven day, you be walking through like what you say, bitch.
0: Yeah, talk to me nice. Do you know who I am?
1: <laughs> you think you need no brown? Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change.
0: <laughs> five dollar ass down. You ain't even in the double digits. If you don't leave me alone. <laughs> so imagine how that shit was in '92 to have a thousand
1: dollars.
0: Right. Yeah. So she was like that kind of kid. Um, but because of stuff like
1: that, but like she started to get all the Nike this damn girl, all the <laughs> Swishy suits, all the Swishy suits, all the Reebok classics and Fila high tops, all the little every team starter jacket, not just the yeah. Hornet. She
0: had <laughs> the Hornets. <laughs> the funny thing is
1: anybody
0: who really know the 90s know that everybody had the hornets and then people who had a little bit the of money they had the bulls right
1: i don't know
0: why that's what it was but that's what like, it, was. it was
1: yeah they had a little money they had the now, bulls or the lakers
0: <laughs> now granted because we was in detroit of course we saw pistons sprinkled in every now and then but it was Apparently. mostly the
1: hornets but only the drug dealers had the pistons was because they was a little <laughs> pricier Everybody had, was the Hornets just the cheap team? Is that what? (laughs) (laughs) Needle, the
0: the little stinger out. like the little flap on the uh, pocket. (laughs) Oh, the 90s was fun, yo. (laughs) But anyway, so she was like, uh, she started to get jealous, started to get upset because her mom was still straight. She was spoiled over her mom was straight um she was starting to get jealous and upset like her friends didn't have curfews and stuff so she's like fuck this she's doing something that teenagers do start sneaking out things like that right um so this one time she uh she got in trouble in school and there was this football game that was going on that she really really wanted to go to right mm-hmm. so of course as teachers principals whoever it is that did it as they do they call home yeah. so they call home and tell their mother that they left a message. Who? This girl take her ass home and decided, my mama not gonna hear this message. She not gonna. she not gonna get this. I gotta make sure she don't get it. Instead of just deleting the damn message, her ass decides to stage a break-in. Knock <laughs> the phone off the hook and- Pulled shit out and opened drawers and made a mess and broke stuff. Like she stayed oh, breaking. Wait. It.
1: So wait, so the thieves broke in to tell your mama you was fucking up in school. I'm confused. No, so I this was, is this is the this is the,
0: broke the in to steal chaos. The machine tape. What? This is the chaos of the young teenage mind. In her head, by knocking the phone off the hook, it deleted it's the gonna, It's gonna stop the messages. Uh, but when her mama got home, she's like, what happened? And she, oh, we got, uh somebody broke in and he tried to rob us, whatever. But then she had, she still had messages. So she played the message while she was standing there and then she just looked at her. Mm, that's what it was, for real. Now you really <laughs> ain't going to that damn football game. So she did all that and still couldn't go. Like, I'm just trying to, baby, it's a tape, girl. That's you know like we were dumb as teenagers too. You break
1: phone, the voicemails are delete. Like that's not we, we that's were dumb teenagers, teenagers too. Work. That was crazy, but that's what she Friendly, did. I ain't checked my voicemail from another phone in about twenty years, but because I just don't <laughs> check my voicemail. But it's like that. it's not at four, at fourteen. I knew that wasn't how voicemails work. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, let let's also put it in the time. So she
0: was like 15. This list is 1994.
1: Okay. And in 1994, I was 10. I still knew that wasn't how voicemails worked. <laughs> but you always, like, it's
0: like, caller IDs and, and and vo- uh well, answer machines at that time. They kind of like always been around you for what you, you know, what you've known. Who's to say what the hell she had when she was 10? She's only three years older than me. But what I'm saying is like, even it, because like, and exactly. we're beating a thousand dollars for Christmas. No, I'm saying, you never, you, know I'm saying is, you never really know. Like we didn't get DVD player at home until like
1: 2000. I mean, okay, true. I was also, it. No, don't it was have it to know that that's not how that shit works. <laughs> like either way, everything you're saying is not just a matter of it fact. doesn't know it. it, it no, let's
0: make this 1000 percent clear. I agree. <laughs> it doesn't make any damn sense. She was 15 when she did this. It don't make sense. Great, right, like it doesn't make sense i get it but like that, you know that's whatever. not
1: that word like
0: it's, <laughs> so she's doing all this and to me i feel like this this is a, a a big thing in regards to parents being like super strict like too strict with their kids because when she was doing all of that of course you know when you become a teenager you start to um start to be into whomever it is you're attracted to and you're starting to want to be around them and get their attention and want to be you know had him come over you
1: going yeah,
0: like Randy said you said want to be down.
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Basically, that's what she wants. <clears throat> so of course, like a lot of teenagers do, rather sneaking in or sneaking people sneaking out or sneaking people in, she started trying to she started sneaking boys in. Um, and she was one of those girls who, I don't know, you could say lucky, unlucky, uh, uh, whatever um but she was one of those girls first time she decided to bust it open she got pregnant mm-hmm. so she got pregnant at 15 years old mm-hmm. um had her baby at at, at 15 so which couldn't see no 15 had her baby at 15 um then um her mom was like i want you to no, know i don't give a damn if you got this baby you still a kid and you still gonna listen to what the hell i tell you so that shit didn't matter. Um, so when she's like sixteen in
1: nineteen ninety five, didn't her listening to what you told her work out for you before? Girl,
0: but well, we gonna move on. on. Yeah, okay. Girl, but at six at, at sixteen in nineteen ninety five, um, she she saw one of her friends right. One of her friends drive up in the car, and she's like, "Girl, what the? She said, bitch, I just go to the dealership, ask to test drive a car, and just don't bring that shit back.'"
1: She's
0: like, what? Still do that? She's like, what? So you can take like a a li- but a license from someone else, and test drive a car and just don't bring it back. She's like, yeah. So she's like, fuck it. I'm gonna start doing shit then. So she started doing it like a goof troop. These damn kids. It was three of them that would go and do this thing and go to all these different dealers and go get a car test drive and just never bring it back. Mm-hmm. All around uh, Indianapolis, this is what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they did it is they would get IDs from the liquor store. Like when people like left their IDs at the liquor store and these liquor mm-hmm. store would just give them away. Like just give yeah, these kids. Because it's like I don't need even- them. This 1995. you know, people got away with a lot of shit before now that you know, people like kids now or even young 20s or even teenage, whatever, they don't know. Like people got away with a lot of shit back then. <clears throat> That's the reason people it's so hard to, to get away with stuff now.
1: It's so hard to get, get away with certain stuff because there's still, other yeah, certain stuff to be like really scheming,
0: certain stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what she ended up doing, like what ended up happening, is a couple months go by, and then her friend is up getting called, she got pulled over, uh, resting at the car taken. So her friend, then another the other friend called us, like, Girl, get the hell out that damn truck, you're gonna get caught. But she parked it at some random parking lot, like an apartment or whatever, and this dude saw it. <clears throat> And he was like, "I gave thousand dollars for it." She like, "Shit, bet, take it," (laughs) and took that thousand dollars. And so she don't even know what the hell happened with the car. Mm -hmm. But my, because the first thing I thought when they said they did that, I was like, "But they got license, they got dealer's plates on them. What the hell?"
1: But I'm sure I'm sure if he was buying there, he even took some dealer plates off and put some other kind of hot tag on it. And... I mean,
0: you know, rather it be the dealer plate. But I mean, you only need that. I mean, it's the van too. Well, he could scratch the van off, I guess. Um, but I mean, that
1: would mean somebody would have to get to that car. But it's like, if you looking for this type of car with these dealer plates, and then you can see the same type of car, same color, but they don't have them plates, you're not even going to think to pull it over enough to even see the VIN number.
0: Yeah, I guess, that, yeah, that's true, that's true. But yeah, that's how she got rid of it and basically got off scot-free in regards to the basically stealing of the cars.
1: I mean, not basically stealing, that's exactly like... Right.
0: That's what she did, she was in the cars. Um, so, at 98, at 18, she actually ended up having her second child. Okay? Now, at this point, she decided, man, fuck it, I gotta leave this place. So, she moves to uh, Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: she moved to Atlanta, um... She didn't have a car or anything. So yet again, she went to U-Haul. It was like, hey, um, I need a U-Haul. I need a U-Haul to uh, to rent right now. And they said, oh, how long are you going to have it? She's like, um, a day. Girl, she had a day in U-Haul for six months. Why a- I don't Because it's easy to get one. $20?
1: Right. It's
0: super easy to get one. You need a license. That's it. License and some money. And boom, you got a U-Haul.
1: Yeah, and they cheat.
0: So yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. right. You know, because because the thing is, like, even with the U-Hauls, if you don't return them, it's not even like they go looking. They just like fuck it. We just gonna charge you all this, and then if you don't pay it, we are gonna put it on your credit, essentially, and then you can never rent from us again. They don't really go looking for it like that.
1: They don't. You're right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that was in uh, nineteen ninety eight. So a couple years later, three years later, she uh, she meets somebody in the music industry and starts like getting all into the scene. So two thousand one, this is when Atlanta starting to pop, as you and I know, yes. and a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, based on the ages that <laughs> of the people that listen. To that us. Us, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. About two thousand, you know, two thousand one, two 2003, Atlanta starting to be the place to be. So she started. She met somebody in the music industry and because of that, she started to get all into the, the biz, all knowing people and the being BS. in this place, that place. You know, she was the, she was the shit, okay? Mm-hmm. So at this point, she's like, well, it, what ended up happening is she no longer date, was dating that dude, right? She's like, okay, I got to find a way to make some money. So this is what she did. She decided, all right, I'm about to go to rent center Rent some furniture and then sell it to somebody else and just never pay for it. So I'm gonna pocket the money.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> that, but of course, you like, uh, they become get, giant holes in this plan. I, this, this well, this Swiss cheese. I don't, okay. Well, what she
0: ended up doing was she knew somewhere at a flea market that they will make, uh, make IDs. So she would get a, a fake ID from there, make up a fake lease with fake income, go in there, rent it, take it with that damn U-Haul she had for six months, Uh, go in there, rent the stuff, move it in there, and then she goes and sells it to somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she'd only paid $150 down, but then sold it for $1,000. So she made $850. <laughs> Okay. off of that little rented furniture, and of course, renaissance center can't find the furniture because it's it's somewhere else. It's a fake lease anyway.
1: Right, right.
0: So they can't get the shit back. So from her doing all of this, she ends up making twenty five thousand dollars a month. Off of off of this shit because she would just hit different
1: rental centers in uh, different places. But this is what this is why I said this plan is Swiss cheese because. How many renters centers are in the area?
0: I mean, it's, it not not only multiple renters. Um, there'd be a lot of rent, especially if you're in like a low-income area, you know it's a lot of renters centers. I mean, yes, but it's not like
1: it's an infinite amount of renters centers.
0: But if you go I, in, but if you go in once and get six thousand dollars worth of furniture to for and that you're renting and then go and sell it. And no, I. Mean, else, I mean, and this time,
1: no, get ten thousand dollars worth of furniture. No, no, no. I, I get, I get all of that, but it's. I would just think by the time you hit renter center number three, wouldn't your pictures start to circulate amongst the local renter centers? Like, I mean, were they taking pictures like that at that time? This is the only. They years. always copied your ID. I, I've been in a renter. It was a fake ID. It don't matter. It's not how your picture on it no not
0: necessarily that's it not what has she was doing because they have no. to get it they not that's not she some of these ideas that she had was not her picture which is another thing that i'm like you bitches ain't paying attention exactly people just not doing their job because that's the thing that i was i'm like y'all not paying attention how is she getting through with this many different people like this don't make no damn sense but yeah she was doing that but she decided dollars a money ain't enough she met somebody and she's like, oh, you know, I sell this furniture, blah, blah, blah. He was like, man, fuck that. I got some else for you. She's like, what? He's like, credit cards. So now she gets into the credit card fraud. <laughs> she, start, she got She got the, the secret invitation to the dark web.
1: Yeah. And so
0: from being there, again, this is in 2001, 2001, 2002. So when she starts people
1: to- People really didn't understand. They it.
0: didn't really understand it like that. For anybody younger listening, this is (laughs) pre-Facebook. This is
1: pre-YouTube. But also, just coming off of when they, everybody thought that the computers were going to end the fucking world.
0: That's very true. Because
1: everything was, everybody thought that once the shit hit midnight on January 1st, 2000, the whole world was going to shut the fuck off and the power grid wasn't going to work. And
0: And then also in 2001, that's what 9-11 was. Yes. Then you got the two thousand two people attempted to recover from that. Yes. So Dave was like, "That's just the least of our problems at the moment. We got to figure this other stuff out." So she, it was a you know nice time for her to get in into this. So you know she got her little invitation to dark web, uh, and anyone who doesn't know the dark web got every fucking thing on there. So she was looking at people's bank statements and. Credit card numbers and credit card balances and addresses and social security numbers and all, like all kinds of stuff. So she's just collected all this information. Will buy just a bunch of shit in bulk, and just create duplicate credit cards.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: she will buy the information for like forty five dollars and have a sixty thousand dollar limit on a credit card. Hmm. Right. Okay. So then she was like taking this shit. And then flipping it, going back to this renaissance stuff, doing more of that, or she was just, you know, supplying her crazy lifestyle. So from her doing this stuff, she was, end up she got up to like $40,000 a month. And she was like, nah, it still ain't enough. $40,000 a month ain't enough. $40,000 wasn't enough. She was like, fuck that. So after she started doing this on her own and was like using her own, like the credit cards herself, she then started selling the credit cards, selling bulks of like creating these duplicates and start selling bulks of credit cards.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: then from her doing that, in addition to her using her shit that she was doing, she got up to $70,000 a month. Mm-hmm. She was like, nope, that still ain't enough. Still not enough. Because huh? <laughs> the thing is all this it's illegal so you ain't paying that damn piece of tax
1: right but I'm just thinking $70,000 a month ain't enough like what type of budget tracking are you doing because hold on I need to understand girl
0: because as the credit card thing really started taking off and everything she got up to 150 a month
1: okay and that was enough either Still wasn't enough for. I can't even imagine what $150,000 a month in expenses even looks like. Right. Right. Exactly. How how high are your, I, I genuinely cannot, and I live in New York, so I've seen some pretty high expense reports. I can't imagine what $150,000 a month in monthly expenses looks like. I just, I just literally cannot envision that.
0: And this is, this is the thing. This is what it is when you chase money. You can never have enough.
1: Yeah. That's
0: why I'm telling people, don't chase money. You can never have enough. When it's an infinite amount of a thing, you're never going to have enough of it. Yeah, you're never
1: going to be satisfied with what you have. You're never
0: going to be satisfied. That shouldn't be the thing that you're chasing after. Yeah. Something should have a finish line that you're chasing after or you else you're going to keep being ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you need tangible and measurable goals.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So she's doing all this. Right. So she is starting to make money, but she's still like, I don't, I want more. You know, I want to do every hustle I can. So then she started just talking to random people around Atlanta, you know, and they, well, let me change that. People knew her. So they just started asking her, like, do you have this, blah, blah, what do you do, X, Y, Z. It got to a point where somebody was like, do you have like building materials? She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, like anything I do with lumber, like I I just need to buy some. So she takes these stolen credit cards, goes and buys shit in bulk at like Lowe's and Home Depot and you know. (laughs) Them type of places buys this shit in bulk. It's not her money, so she don't give a shit about dropping thirty thousand dollars.
1: Right,
0: and she will take that and just sell it to these contractors for half price. The contractors gonna take it because they like shit. This is twenty thousand dollars worth of shit, and I only gotta pay ten. I'll take. It. Right. While well, so, still their
1: customers twenty thousand for materials.
0: No, she charging them the half price, so no, she's getting
1: no, the contract. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. for materials.
0: Exactly, exactly. So she's making this money now. She is getting like she was selling contractor stuff to build, um, to build salons, uh, houses, apartments. Like, like just all just all kinds of shit that started popping up in the early 2000s in Atlanta. She was selling a lot of people's stuff. And again, as we know. Resourceful. You said what? She's very resourceful. She is. I'm quite resourceful. So when she started doing that stuff, she got up to $300,000
1: a month. Okay.
0: She's making a lot of fucking money.
1: She is. $300,000 a month is kind of wild to me.
0: That's not that ain't kind of wild. Nigga, I don't know what to do. I
1: yeah, no.
0: I don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do that.
1: I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No.
0: I I, I don't even know that I would know what to do with half
1: of that amount. I
0: don't know what I would. I just I don't know. I don't know. Like those amounts of money that that explains the insanity of really, really filthy rich, yeah. Because
1: when you get that type of money, you just start buying dumb shit. Just for the sake dumb second.
0: shit, like why you know literally Island?
1: just don't have nothing to do? Because it's like even if you have high expenses, let's say somehow your monthly expenses do you exceed, and this is like because you have staff and things of that nature, and it exceeds one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month, you still have another one hundred and fifty thousand dollars just sitting there after everything has been paid yes this is why people start buying dumb shit because it's like you like oh I know I got this other money coming I'm gonna get another 300,000 next month and then it's like all of a sudden a hundred thousand dollar ring makes sense like dumb shit just starts happening when you
0: when it gets to a point that a hundred thousand dollars to you is the same as ten dollars to somebody who only got a thousand, like that explains a lot of things.
1: Right, right, yeah, it's, yes. yeah. So she just
0: getting she getting ridiculous, making money. I
1: wouldn't even uh, want that much money a month. You said what? I wouldn't even want that much.
0: I wouldn't either. I cannot imagine the stresses that come with that amount of money each month. Yeah, I don't think I would even want it. Yeah, so, uh, so she was running all of these like credit card scams and building material scams and all that shit. She was across state lines. She was doing this in Kentucky, North Carolina, Illinois, Georgia. Like She was just doing it all kinds of places. She was just mm-hmm. going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was this one dude in Atlanta. He got the stuff from her and he just didn't pay her and she like I don't know the fuck you're not so she took her so she took her security and you know security ain't nobody but the biggest nigga you know that looked mean when the he biggest stopped.
1: nigga you know that looked menacing yes
0: yeah so she took him and they had they they came up rolled on the dude he tried to like flash a gun to scare somebody and he like nigga I got a gun
1: too Give I don't know how they do that. You know, gun manufacturers didn't make one and hand it to you. It's like,
0: did you think they stopped making it when you got yours? Right, like it's. Yeah, so they like we like won't give a damn about that. Give me the money. He ends up giving them the money, and they drove off. Now, from that little incident, that shit started making rounds. Nobody ever tried to ask again.
1: <laughs> right. That's all it takes, real.
0: That really it does.
1: You put Uh, a nigga in their place. Everybody else know how to act.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. So in 2006, now she's only 27 at this point. In 2006, in 2006, Renton Center finally calls the police. Now she started doing this shit in 2001. So this bitch is
1: five years. See, this is why Renton Center stayed getting robbed. It's like this here is. I mean, granted, y'all was robbing the community, so I don't feel bad about niggas robbing y'all. But at the same time how the fuck did this bitch rob like 20 fucking renaissance and five, and it took out five to years old, like It word. took them five years,
0: so 2006, they finally called the cops, but the problem is she used all this stolen information. Mm-hmm. So, oh, stolen and or fake information. So, renaissance don't really know who the hell she is. Now, granted, at one point, renaissance did have uh, I, like, um, pictures, some IDs, they did have her name, I mean her picture on it, but that's all they had was a damn picture
1: yeah and it's in 2006 and it's also to say what's the real picture you don't even know that's the real girl that's that's very true um
0: but so this is 2006 so it's it's like you know technology is starting to come around and mm-hmm. uh uh the the police force is starting to use it for different things um so what they did was they were going around and they were trying to figure a bunch of shit out and they put they put this piece with that piece and then they got this paper trail that she used this address a little too many times and, you know, all that stuff. So they end up getting like a paper trail to follow her around, piecing together all these pictures and shit trying to figure out who she was. It took them five years, 2011, to finally get a point of having, like being able to arrest her.
1: Of course.
0: But when they arrested her, she was able to bond out so mm-hmm.
1: she just got out i'm sure she was because she had more than enough money i don't know
0: how the hell they didn't freeze that like why aren't you taking it well you know what hold on never mind they don't know about jet they don't know about jet. right they just know about the the st- i mean uh, uh, the center shit so that was in 2011 she bonds out The tennis bitch was like fuck this i'm gonna run so she left <laughs> <laughs> and she just moved around from city to city, Atlanta to LA, back to Indianapolis. And it's just moving around, moving around, moving around. Now, moving around like this, you'll think, you know, how does this bitch still get money? Because she's trying to stay undercover. She's like, man, fuck that. I'm still going to do what I'm doing. No, the way she's still about to run these
1: scams. Girl, and that's what she Holy did. Shit. She like You tell me. I already knew because this bitch ain't stopping for nothing. She like did he Can't stop, won't
0: Girl, <laughs> and she like as long as I got these phones and these laptops, bitch, I'm getting some money. And that's all it was. <laughs> it got to the point that in 2014, at the age of 35, this bitch had bounty hunters out for her. Of course she did. Bounty hunters going to her mama's house. Where's your daughter? blah 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 and she was just mm-hmm. on the run the thing is her mama like knew because her mama told like hey bring the kids back to indianapolis you yeah, know i take care of it so she basically oh, she like helping her <laughs> now granted technically she didn't know where she was she really didn't so they couldn't necessarily get her with like carbon effusive or anything or uh, that's bedding that's or obstruction, that's obstruction. That's or just, she couldn't they couldn't get her with any of that because she really didn't know Right. She knew she's gonna go on the run, but she had no idea where the hell she was.
1: Right. Okay. Um, was so it gonna... got
0: to the point where she was just she was using all kinds of ID. She even got to the point of using her own sister's ID and her own fucking daughter's ID
1: uh-huh.
0: to do shit. I'm talking like using her daughter's ID when she gets pulled over, using her sister's ID when she gets pulled over. One time she called her sister was like, "Hey, I just got pulled over. What's your address? What's your birthday?"
1: it was like 7-19-1993 <laughs> but
0: yeah so that ended up uh happened happening right now that grandmother that I was saying that she was like super super close to she ends up passing but she didn't go to the funeral she was really pissed off about that but she ain't go she like nigga they gonna they gonna get me if i go so she's like i gotta miss it Uh, In 2018, 2018, she's 39 now. At this point, she's been running her scams for 10 and a half years.
1: That's wild.
0: And been been on the run
1: for six. That's really wild when you think about it. She was on the run for six years. Yeah. That's insane if you really think about it. It's like, how did she avoid that? Girl,
0: how she avoid y'all for six years? Wild. And the way she got pulled over,
1: stupid. She got pulled
0: over in Indianapolis. Um, And the reason she got pulled over was failure to use a turn signal. Mm -hmm. It's always something done. Always something done. So she got pulled over and she gave the cop her daughter's ID. And that cop was like, this isn't you. What is your name? And I guess at that point, she was just like, I'm done.
1: The first cop to actually like. To actually pay attention. Pay attention to something or look at something. He's like,
0: I'm finished. My
1: name is Gina.
0: But she, I, I'm Gina. And then he you he's know, like, what,
1: this is tired. I'm,
0: I'm done. tired.
1: I want to take a nap. I'm sick of this shit. Like Girl. It's,
0: so he goes back, runs shit, and he was like, you know, you have an active warrant in Atlanta. She's like, yeah, I know I'm going to jail. Uh, whatever. It, it is what it is. <laughs> She's just I mean, like, fuck you it. it so in 2019 she's now 40 you know she goes in front of the judge you know she went back to Atlanta or whatever to go in front of the judge girl this judge the funny thing is it was like respect this judge was like you was on the run for six years and didn't even get in trouble again in no six years you know what I'm only gonna give you three months in jail
1: because i mean that does show a level of rehabilitation at this point you just need to answer for the crimes because you were already you You did not reoffend she did this. She
0: well no she didn't get caught and then essentially she, she got back because she was surprised that she didn't get in trouble again and then she was and then it was like at this point in 2019 this is only a couple years ago most of the rental centers are
1: closed so she's just like three months so you still can't, f- you can't like
0: order like restitution who's gonna get it right so she's like fuck it you know to get you little three months but the crazy thing is the stuff that she made the most money for the building material shit she never got caught because she was using legitimate credit cards she was using legitimate information so essentially what happened is all of those other people got in trouble They got, have really bad debt. They can't open bank accounts. Some of them can't have credit cards. Some of them went to jail. She just fucked over a whole lot of innocent people and she never got caught. Never got caught. Okay. Um, So that was just in 2019. So in 2020, when she finally got out, she was four, well, no, she got out in 2019, but in 2020, she decided, okay, I'm done with the bullshit. Let me take all this intelligence that I have that's what be getting me about scammers. I'm like, y'all smart. Like, do, like, use your, use
1: your genius for good, fool. But the money don't come as fast when you do shit legit this way.
0: But it's longer lasting.
1: It is, but you gotta think about it. Most people that get into scamming and like I need money right now because I want to vote right now. And, oh, I understand. And that's why they, like, get it and spend it so fast. Well,
0: I mean, they can't hold it because you hold it too long. Everybody really gonna start asking questions.
1: No, so you can't hold it.
0: You can't hold that because you can't put it in banks. They're going to ask questions. You just got to have it.
1: And the mattress get lumpy after a
0: while. <laughs> right. At the best a safety deposit box with some shit. And that, I mean, you can't do much. You can't do much. You got to spend it. Um, But yeah, she ended up not getting called. This is in the 2019 is when she got, and she was releasing everything. 2020 she's now 41. She decided to now take it and was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me do something else. So she ended up having a, a clothing line called Heart of a Hustler. Now this is 2020. So this is only
1: anything else.
0: Two years ago. Uh, Big thing, of course, that she was selling in 2020. Take a wild guess.
1: I'm gonna see if this still exists. Waist trainers. Of course.
0: And she's in Atlanta, so hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so in 2020, she ends up getting to the point where she was making tomatoes. Huh?
1: at least the instagram still exists
0: part of a hustler it, it
1: wait it's a streetwear based in oakland california
0: i don't know maybe she sold that shit but yeah, oh, I, don't,
1: a, I don't think this is her
0: or it's a totally different one
1: yeah but
0: um yeah. but yeah so by 2020 at the age of 41 she made t- she has made 10 million dollars she has been in jail for three months was on the run for six years um, was hustling like a motherfucker for 10 and a half. Didn't get caught on the credit card scam slash building material scam that she was running. And at this point, she's now just living her regular old life for her children. So it makes me wonder, this bitch still got all that goddamn money.
1: She sure does.
0: <laughs> because if you had a uh, a clothing line, you had a way to watch the money now.
1: Yeah. She sure does. <laughs>
0: And my guess is because she talked about line. it, maybe it's outside of the statute of limitations.
1: It gotta be. I don't see the clothing line though. I see it's probably the, not there anymore. I see there is one called Heart of a Hustler, but I don't know that this is her. Heart of a Hustler apparel. It is one, it is an Instagram account here, and I just went to the thing, to the thing, but this says it's in California though. And she's in
0: Atlanta too. Yeah, they say it's Uncle California. Shit, she might be in, in California at this point. The way she be moving around,
1: she might be. But hmm.
0: yeah, so that is the story of Miss Gina Cabell. That's um, wow. That was one of the, that. That was one of the ones, like, because we had we talked about somebody else who just got away with it, just started talking about it because the statute of limitations had
1: expired. <laughs> I love when that happens. It's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know that shit y'all said I'd be doing, and I said I went not I was definitely doing that shit, but oh, I yeah, I'm a bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get caught. <laughs> That's <laughs> and essentially that right what here. she did. Yeah, I love when it's See? like. I did that shit, but you can't do nothing about it. Eh. That's yeah. That was Gina. Well, all right, Miss
0: Gina. I applaud you, madam. Good job. You you got through the whole thing and only got caught for some cheap ass furniture from renting center.
1: I say, I, I tip my hat to you for one skinny yes. renter center because fuck their place. But what's <laughs> up? For now, you you suck for ruining people's credit and shit. Like, you're bogus. Like a motherfucker for that. But.
0: You legitimately ruin people's lives.
1: Yeah, like, you fucking blow for that shit. Right. Yeah, well, that's trash. Also, fuck renter center. So. <laughs>
0: Agreed. Agreed. Well, yeah, guys, that's the story of Gina.
1: And on that
0: note? Thank you so much for listening to us. Um uh, the Instagram back up yet? I don't think it is, is it? It's
1: not. Instagram is it's still not. playing games with us.
0: So we still fighting that. Uh, don't worry, we're still trying to get it up, but you can still listen to us at other places. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if you're hearing this, obviously it didn't come from Instagram.
1: Um I mean you <laughs> want to listen to us on Instagram that no way, but we'll still let you, we'll still alert you with the shows on our personal pages. It'll still be up in there, ready to go there through our personal pages. Um, um, our ch- ch- Instagram handles will be in the show notes, but they are at Shays Beauty Diary and at Chanel underscore Latrice. Again, it'll be in the show notes, how to spell and things like that if you want to follow us. Um, mm-hmm. be I, post a, I post a shit ton of photos. Most of them are of me doing <laughs> random <laughs> i i do post a shit ton of photos and it's usually me doing random shit but you'll also see about my other shows there when i you know all that too I um, she doesn't post much she keeps saying she's gonna get on but i know y'all said of her lying to y'all so i'm not even gonna encourage her to say that uh, you said what I, I know they sick of you laughing about posting more instagram so i'm not even oh. gonna encourage it I keep, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to plan some special stuff for this show going forward. We're trying to work some things out, so I may have some announcements later. We just got to see what's what with the things and things.
0: What's what with the things I you All right, y'all. On that, we'll see y'all next week. Y'all can hear us next week. We'll be back. Peace I, uh... out.